Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 40 of the Depressed Breakfast Club. Um, since we're into October, and it is October 15th, shout out to my baby girl, happy 25th. Um, we are going to spend the next couple weeks exploring spooky things. It's going to be fun. So, before we start, as always, we're not medical professionals. The things we say here are our opinion and nothing more. Um, if you are suffering from mental illness, seek help. And if you are feeling extremely, extremely bad, Joyal has some phone numbers for you. Okay, so if you're feeling <clears throat> suicidal or you need somebody to talk to, uh, you can call the uh, suicide hotline in Canada at one eight three three. 456-4566, or you can text message 45645. And in the U.S., you can call 988 or text TALK to 741741. Uh, you can also, if you um, think somebody, like know somebody that is uh, suicidal, you can also call uh, these hotlines and uh, get them help as well. So on to Taylor. Good morning, everyone. Happy spooky season. Huzzah. I'm with Dana. This is one of my favorite huzzah. times of year. I do a creepy huzzah, but it's like, huzzah. Sounds like Igor. <laughs> also, happy birthday. You got a hump on girl. your back? <laughs> <laughs> now I do. <laughs> yes, master. Yes. <clears throat> they choke on like phlegm. <laughs> so for to today's uh, quote, we found one that we think is, it's a good balance, actually, of like mental health and also spooky season. And we will be posting it online. Uh, we stopped checking for monsters under our bed when we realized they were inside of us. No, no, don't want those ones yet. And all, as always, let me, I just remember to just, as always, our uh, email is depressedbreakfastclub at gmail.com, all lowercase. If you guys have any spooky stories or anything like that please do send them in also obviously for those of you that are our friends just message us do whatever we'd love to have more spooky stuff for this month as you're about to say dana oh i was i was <laughs> just going to remind you to <laughs> share our info <laughs> you good <laughs> great minds think alike sometimes okay so so uh let, let's let's start so let's build on Spooky season. Now, um, I am a person that enjoys horror movies, slasher films, blood and guts, uh, suspense, mystery, all that good stuff. Um, Halloween is my Christmas. Mm -hmm. I do not like the holiday of Christmas. I cook <laughs> a fucking turkey for my family. But you know what? Literally, putting up a tree is like pure hell for me. I just blasphemy. I just I hate Christmas. And I when when I tell people that, like the looks on their face like oh you God, hate Christmas. Yes. Yeah, yeah I I I hate Christmas and, and I think it literally stems from the fact that my brother passed away five weeks before Christmas. Mm. My grandmother passed away three days after Christmas. The holiday is not a good holiday for me. Mm. So Halloween is my Christmas. <laughs> I, I love it. 
and I know um, Joyelle shares my love for horror movies because uh, we'll, we'll we'll like text each other. Oh, Stephen King marathon on AMC. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even kidding. Like that is legitimately. I'll look in the group chat and it's like, oh my god, at two forty-five is this, at seven forty-five is this, at ten is this. <laughs> they oh, are fully you, prepared. Did you get to to watch Identity yet? No, I haven't watched it yet, but I will. I promise I will. <laughs> She's like one movie at a time. <laughs> so um, what people need to understand is around the 25th of September, my brain clicks and I literally start. Oh, this is how I got to watch this the is in- Halloween. No, no, no. I'm like, I got to watch the insidious movies. Got to watch all the Conjurings, Annabelle, Annabelle Comes Home, The Nun, all the Halloween movies, all the Friday the 13th movies. And this is my brain. And so I'll, I'll literally, literally, like, open an app in my phone and start writing down what I need to watch. And then when I watch it, I go in and I put the date yep. that I watched it. But it's so that way. You can Go skip ahead. Halloween 3, though. Yes. Well, actually, okay. That's your That's favorite one, favorite isn't it? One. I don't think The why. one that has nothing to do with Michael Myers? And I think that's why. <laughs> that is my least favorite one Me of all too. of them. Me like, too. I couldn't stand that one. I finished it, and I looked at my mom. I'm like, I'm throwing that in the trash because no one should have to suffer through that. Meanwhile, Dana's like, oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> I, I, I will you. walk through the house singing, six days of Halloween, Halloween silver. <laughs> I've seen that for like a fucking week afterwards. Oh my god, I had the like, I had my TV on, like in the just for like background, right? Mm-hmm. The other day when I was on my on my computer and that Halloween three was on and that like song was just like, <laughs> you're like, no, <laughs> I do I not support I- you. I think I even wrote a status on Facebook a couple of years ago where I where I said, has anybody else noticed that Halloween 3 has nothing to do with Mike? <laughs> yes, I think I, I want to say that you posted that after I'd seen it or you shared it again. Like, I was so mad because last year we watched all of them in order because we, for some reason, had all of them on DVD. I don't even know how we got them, but we did. <laughs> this is a sale so, at Walmart. It, it, honestly, Yes. <laughs> A couple were from when Blockbuster closed. <laughs> so we had all of them. We filled in all of the missing spots. We were like, okay, we're going through. I'm like, oh, I love number one. I love number two. And then number three came. I'm like, okay, so when when does Lori and Mike show up? <laughs> They're soon, right? Soon? My mom's like, I don't know. I never saw this one. Okay, but like soon, right? <laughs> we got to the credits. I'm like, where they at? <laughs> What the fuck was that? And then you're like, there's something after the credits, isn't there? <laughs> I literally, I slowly fast forward and I'm like, there's got to be something about Mike in here. <laughs> I think there's, I also think, I don't know which one, I think there's a Friday the 13th one that doesn't have anything to do with Jason. Yes. Or it has to do with like a mental patient. It's yes. It's one of the older ones and I can I just can't, think. I can see like the van, a van, and and the mental patient and stuff, but <laughs> and that makes me mad when it's like, no, 
the whole reason for this franchise is because of Freddy or Jason or or um, Mike Byers. Like th- they are the reason for this. Don't don't you be insulting to them and take <laughs> right, them out of the equation. The franchise. Like, yeah. Oh, and 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 when you have a sacred franchise such as Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th. Stop fucking remaking them. Those are fucking classics. Yes. Stop fucking remaking them. I don't need Rob Zombie to make 15 versions of Halloween because 14 sucked. You know? (laughs) That's exactly it for me. It's good the way Donald Pleasance made it in 1978. (laughs) And that's the thing, like, for me, I love the originals. Anytime, like, anything that goes out there. I always love the originals more than the remakes because the remakes just feel so fake and forced. And it's like, no, the reason the original worked so good is because you had Jamie Lee Curtis. And I can't think of the guy's name who played Mike, but you had, it was many people. I was going to say, yeah. So you had Jamie, I was say Jamie Lee Curtis. And then you had Mike Myers. That was what made the franchise, the franchise, like stop trying to go back through it and be like, okay, here, let's get some new people to play this. Like, no, Stop it. Well, do you remember Halloween H2O, the 20th anniversary? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I so, like that so, one. So you remember Lori was the Spoiler headmistress. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert, friends. Was the headmistress at a school that mm-hmm. her son, son. attended. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was the only fucking movie they mentioned that boy in. So, okay. The, so, end of Hallow- the Halloween ends. She yeah. got a grandchild. Yeah. She has daughters in those in the last. Exactly. So, so, say, so here's a fun fact, because when <laughs> I was watching it, <clears throat> I got mad <laughs> because I, was I like, wrote a okay. letter. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought about it because I was like, listen here, I'm watching these all in numerical order. And here's the fun fact, ladies and gents. One and two were done by the original guy. Three, fuck three, other than for Dana. <laughs> four, four ignores three, acknowledges one and two. Five ignores two, three, four, and only acknowledges uh, one. Six ignores two, three, four, five, and is a direct sequel to number one. <laughs> and then seven continues from that. Do you know how maddening that was as I'm watching it? I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'm thinking in my head. I'm thinking more like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter. You got to watch these in order because otherwise it won't make sense. Fuck you, number three. And <laughs> and then you go through and you watch it. I was Googling through them. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I watched all these things. And this one doesn't count. This one doesn't count for this one. But this one still counts for this one that was made. But then this wasn't counted. None of these were counted for the other one. I'm like, are you? You're all fucking assholes. <laughs> What the fuck? So, therefore, she never had a son. In the current established canon, the last, what was it, three or yeah, how many three. movies are there now? So, the, the most recent ones are all direct sequels and story continuations from the very first movie made back in 78. That's crazy. So, every other movie made in that time span does not count. So it's not canon. She never had a son. She never worked at a school. She never did any of those things. She never went to the hospital and had that encounter with Michael there. It's literally just 
and it picks up <laughs> like 50 years later. Have you guys ever noticed in horror movies when they go to a hospital, it's like dead, all the lights are out, there's yeah. no nurses around? I'm thinking, okay, you know, and it's I'm, storming. Yeah, it, yep. I, I have been a resident, an mm-hmm. overnight guest at a hospital before. And believe me, it is hell to sleep in there because there's so much shit going on. No word. <laughs> Murderers do not have a chance to get in there unseen. <laughs> no word of a lie. That whole plot line makes Mama so angry. <laughs> like, one of the times you'll have to, like, ask her about it. Oh, God. <laughs> because she gets... I have to physically pause the movies because every single time one of those scenes come up, it's a fucking bullshit. She goes on a rant. <laughs> Ooh, she, she's not just on a soap box. She's on a soap tower. <laughs> I like how, um, especially with um, Michael Myers and uh, Jason, how their victims are running and they are just walking. <laughs> <laughs> And they always catch them. <laughs> and these are run. <laughs> or, or instead of running to the running vehicle that has the keys of the ignition, they yeah. go back into the house that he came out of. <laughs> One, I cannot, um, I love, like, I love horror movies. I'm not a big fan, though, like, of, like, actual gore. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's like, <laughs> Dana especially, especially if it's something that like legitimately could be done to you, <laughs> like, like Jason, some of them were like way whacked out. Like who's going to take a weed whacker and put a blade on it and cut somebody, like, but, but you know what I mean? Like it's far fetched, but yeah, but I don't, I have never been able to watch the fry or the nightmare on elm street unless it's like on tv and they cut out (laughs) (laughs) the gore and and i've never and i and i don't like the saw movies see this is why i've never watched the saw movies i watched the first one and that was it was not for me like okay so how many years ago was this Obviously, it would have had to been before, before the final chapter, and then the continuation of all of the fucking chapters. I think we're we just they just did Saw Ten just released last month. Yes. Um, Virals or something like that. Yeah, I think I think that's what it was. Something something along those lines. So Mama saw the first movie and absolutely loved it back when it first came out. So a few years back, like when we were living over on Flanders. Uh, which was just a few minutes from work. I went and I actually bought her for Christmas the entire um, collection of them. And at the time, it was only like five movies. <laughs> I didn't know they were going to continue for another five fucking movies. So I bought them. And one of uh, one of my friends actually kept it at her place for me and even was nice enough to wrap it so that way Mama couldn't search through the house because she can't have nice things. She can't have surprises. I have to hide the fucking things. Or else she gets into them and she will open it before Christmas. Is your mama related to my dad? <laughs> <laughs> they must be. 
Because I remember one Christmas I caught my dad steam opening. Like, he had the kettle and was steaming the tape open on his gifts. Oh, my God. <laughs> that little bastard. Mama has I was like, what's doing, doing Pops? Nothing. <laughs> she takes, your mom takes him into the sauna. <laughs> How'd you get this all to peel open? I don't understand. Like, I see you in the kitchen. Wait, that one day you were in the sauna. What did you have with you? Nothing. <laughs> so I went. I gave it to our friend. She held it for me. I gave her, like, a bunch of stuff. She was actually nice enough. She wrapped it. And then just signed. She's like, what would you like me to sign this as? I'm like, oh, sweet. I don't have to do any of it. It's amazing. <laughs> she brought it over for me. I put it under the tree. Christmas comes along. Mama opens. She's like, yes, now we'll be able to watch them. I'm like, oh, no, no. Not moi. Not moi. <laughs> I don't want to watch those. I'm good. So then for the preceding decade now that it's been or so, her and the other friend have every year at Halloween. So are you going to watch them yet? I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope, I'm good. I have no desire because I've seen snippets of it. And my thought is exactly like Peanut. Those are all legitimate things that will happen to someone. Yeah. They were dark enough. It's like watching. I know this is going to sound weird because everyone's going to be like, you don't like horror, though. And I don't. <laughs> but for some reason, I absolutely love, love the American Horror Story. Mm. The entire series. I love all of it, and it is dark and twisted and fucked up. Fuck, it's and not, this not season. scary. This season, it's just very bloody. I was going to say, I haven't seen this season yet. I'd have to actually start that one. Yeah, I haven't started but, it yet either. I was going to say, you think about several of the seasons, like, I want to say, I think it was the Hotel season. Yeah, with Lady oh, Gaga. Good one. Where, like, several of the ways that he killed people were fucked up ways that aren't aren't so extravagant that someone's like, okay, it's not like in Game of Thrones where um, uh, Drogo goes, or Drogo, that's not his name, Jason Momoa's character, I can't think right now, of all Cal their Drogo. names. Cal Drogo. Cal Drogo, thank you. I was like, not remembering all of it. Cal Drogo goes and melts down the gold and then dumps it onto the guy's head and goes, there's your golden crown. And then the guy dies. Like, obviously, that's not likely to happen. People aren't going to have random bars of gold around, have a hot enough fire to toss it in, melt it down, and then toss it onto your head. And that's, like, some one of the things that kind of happens in certain places where it's like, yeah, okay, that's not likely. However, people getting creative and drugging you and then sewing your body parts together to each other, yeah, so that you mm. can't get out of those positions – Yes, that is something that is likely to happen because all you need is a needle and thread and some chloroform. <laughs> so you've watched The Human Centipede. <laughs> this was actually an episode from American Horror Story. <laughs> and I didn't even need to see that. <laughs> so when The Human Centipede came out, uh, somebody was talking about it at work. And I'm like, what is this movie you're talking about? They're like, oh, it's called The Human I couldn't watch it. I couldn't finish it. I'm like, Hmm. I go home. <laughs> Honey, there's this movie we gotta watch. You're like, challenge accepted. <laughs> Poor so we watch it. I honestly wish I had taken a picture of my husband's face. <laughs> it was very expressive. I'm like, that was great. <laughs> He's like, horrified. <laughs> horrified <laughs> then i find out they make it made a part two and a part three 
So I'm like, Norm, you gonna watch? He's, I'm not watching that shit. You can watch it. I'll play on my phone. Oh, all right. You're like, I've so I've watched all three, three of them. Oh God. I've also watched the Faces of Death, which <laughs> I'm going back to VHS days. Oh Jesus. Uh, I was 11. <laughs> and my uncle Rick had given them to my dad. And my dad was like, don't watch these. Oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched The Exorcist at nine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, my mom and dad had gone out for the night. We're home alone. Go get those movies dad has in his drawer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we put the first tape in. Peanut, <laughs> don't ever watch them. Because <laughs> when they they when you were talking about shit that could really happen, it was shit that w- really happened, and they filmed it and they compiled it oh. into yes, what they called the faces of death. So. <laughs> I think that scarred me for life. Mm. <laughs> but I still watched it. And I was still like, oh my God, that's fucking disgusting. Put the next tape in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my my mind was warped at a very young age. Like I like to be I like this like to be scared. And, you know, like, uh, you're on the edge of your seat and, and stuff. Um, but not, like, totally grossed out. Like, I love Insidious and all that because there's not a lot of... They're more yeah. spook, there's more spooky thrillers than mm. they are, like, like your gory Your blood fest. Yeah, like, I remember my, my mom was, like, a huge horror fan. Nothing phased her. And, um... I remember when Nightmare on Elm Street first came out and uh, we rented it. And so I can remember my mom, my dad, me and my sister, we're all sitting here. We're going to watch this movie. Right. (laughs) And it's like the first like part of the like 10 minutes of the movie is like where he like slashes the chick and throws her around the room until she like turns into a ball of jelly and all through me my dad and my sister were like uh yeah no we all got up and left (laughs) (laughs) and i just i have not been able to watch them unless they're on tv and they cut those Oh, so she's seen a whole five minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, those just, those have never interested me. And it's funny, like, I, I would love there to be some sort of study, and I don't know if there's actually one out there, just to see if people with mental health issues are more drawn to those kind of movies or more turned away from those kind of movies. Like, someone, say we take uh, group A is people who are actually, quote-unquote, normal and don't have, like, the intrusive thoughts, 
the depression, the anxiety, anything like that, like they're just all normal level kind of stuff. Do do they are they fixated on the TV? Are they like, oh my god, this is so good? Is this so great? Or are they like, oh my god, this is fucking horrifying? Who watches this? And then they go to group B, where it's all of us degenerates, <laughs> where we all have mental health issues, and we're like, oh yeah, I like this one. Why? I don't know. It's just really good. <laughs> My intrusive thoughts, they, they like this. They're like, oh, we could do that. Intrusive thought. I could do that to somebody. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we have knives at home. I Let's get this a try. So that way. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, so like Final Destination. Oh, like I love those movies. Like they're, they're, they Never driving are, behind logs. Yeah, like they're pretty, pretty bloody and stuff, but. It, it's like the most absurd ways. Like the guy that is standing on the corner and the big sheet of glass falls down and, and crushes him. Like that's never going to happen. Oh, it yeah. does though. Slice that's him in a, half. Say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, yeah. It, and he just like. <laughs> I was going to say, it's one of those weird things where for me, they took things that were real enough. Like they're everyday things that you don't think of that would kill you. Or you're like, okay, the chances of you doing it, like, if a sheet of glass, like, because of the glasses that they use for skyscrapers and stuff, comes down and hits you, you're dead. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's super thick. Exactly. Like, it's several inches thick. You're fucked. But that never crosses your mind as you're like, la, 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 I'm going to go for a walk. <laughs> and then you so, see that, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, I, I again, I, I think I expressed, like, a minute ago, I love the Final Destination movies, and they are on oh, my list. You do? Too. Watch from from point A to point B during spooky season. <laughs> from point A to point B for Final Destination. In the in the first one, um, one of the girls gets baked to death in a tanning. Oh tanning mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. When my daughter started working at a tanning salon. And she'd be like, I'm going to tan after work. And I'm going to be like, anybody there? She's like, no, no. She goes, I wait till all the customers are gone. She locked the door. And then I tan. I'm like, Sam, have I not taught you final destination? (laughs) (laughs) Stop tanning alone. (laughs) Because to me, that, that was a real, a real thing that could happen. And believe it or not, my anxiety skyrocketed whenever she would text me and say, come 20 minutes later, like to pick her up, come 20 minutes later because I'm going to tan. I'd be like, fuck my life. (laughs) You're like, I'll be there in 10. Uh, I'm going to find her crispy. (laughs) Mine is more the claustrophobic factor of of having that that lid closed and so close to your face. I I couldn't do it. Forget being burnt. That's the last thing I'm thinking. But the good thing with, uh, I say the good thing with tanning beds, because I have done it and I had that same concern, was just like, oh, like that's going to come close. But they bring it down and like you can actually move it yourself. Like you can open Mm -hmm. it up more so, especially for us fluffier girls who need more (laughs) more breathing room. Fuck, I wouldn't even have the lid closed. (laughs) To what you were saying about claustrophobia there, Peanut. And I know we've all watched the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, oh, I would never have been able to escape. <laughs> when Andy was crawling through those pipes. Oh, anxiety. I swear to God, I had to take an Ativan. Yes. I was sweating. 
I'm like, oh my god, oh my, my Norm's like, what the fuck is wrong with it? I'm like, oh, he's gonna get caught, he's gonna die in there. Like, I was like, now I've read the story, I've read the Stephen King story that that's based on, and I've seen the movie like a hundred times, but every time I watch it, oh. just that him escaping, going through. Those those pipes of oh my Jesus Christ! You know what? Just in in real life and in general, when like we when I watch like uh, just normal like true crime stories and stuff, and I think like of I would die being in a prison cell. That would truly like my claustrophobia would be so bad. Like I I would not be able to handle that. Especially if you were in solitary confinement. Oh, God, yeah. If you were a bad peanut. (laughs) You were an extra bad peanut? You was extra dark roasted. Yeah. (laughs) Extra salty. (laughs) I'm a shiva bitch. (laughs) Um, So last night, Mama and I were watching, um, we watched the new Indiana Jones movie. Spoiler alert for anyone, don't care, get over it. (laughs) There's a part where they suddenly lose control of their planes and it's literally the engines cut out, it goes silent and they just start free falling and it's just dive bombing and trying to frantically get their, their planes back together and started. I just about had a fucking panic attack watching that because that is honest to God. One of my worst fears, my fear is a fear of falling (laughs) and I don't like planes because you put me in this tin can up in the fucking sky where I don't even understand still. I know science has explained it, but it still doesn't fake, fucking make You're sense. You're 36,000 36, feet up. Yeah. <laughs> and this metal tin can weighing thousands of pounds somehow gets enough air lifted to stay in the air and keep going like, nah, nope, this isn't natural. We don't have wings. We're supposed to be on the fucking ground. Don't have gills. Don't have wings. We stay on land. That is what we're for. <laughs> and here it is. They're showing them just free falling and i'm just sitting there i'm like oh god oh god just start the fucking engine start the goddamn engine sound like the goddamn ikea movie or tv commercial start the car (laughs) peanut have you watched the sinister movies so i think i have but it's been a really long time and and you ever like sometimes like I I feel like I have I want to see because isn't I can't remember I know I have watched the, at least the first one. Ethan Hawke is in it. He's the he's the writer. They find the box of tapes up in the attic. Mhm. Yes. I think I've watched the first one. Again, in my top ten. <laughs> now. That worries me right there. <laughs> there is a there is a movie out there. There's actually two movies out there. Trick or Treat. Oh, I watched that. Trick or Treat. Mm. And people get them mixed up. Because every year, and my husband bought this on eBay for me, VHS. <laughs> Because it's an old movie. Trick or treat. 
is you guys all remember the show Family Ties? Yeah. Do you remember Skippy? Mm. He was uh, was he Mallory's friend? I think was he like he had a crush on her or something? I can't remember though. Yeah. Anyway, Skippy's in the movie. Oh, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the movie is based on a rock legend that dies in a fire. His name's Sammy Carr. He dies in a fire, and he comes back to life, and he and he's killing people. I fucking love it. Ozzy Osbourne plays a priest. <laughs> okay, now I'm understanding Sorry. it a little bit more. <laughs> Um, Gene Simmons is the disc jockey that gives Skippy the final cut of Sammy Carr's new album that isn't released yet. It's such a great movie. And, I, I, you know, I'll, people will be like, what are you watching? Trick or Treat. Oh, the one with Sam? Who the fuck's Sam? <laughs> I was like yesterday's year old. What I found out of Sam was because I had no idea there was a horror movie out there called Trick or Treat with this little pumpkin-headed kid named Sam that killed people. (laughs) You're like, but it's now added to my list. (laughs) I I watch it. (laughs) So, but, but that original, the Trick or Treat, it's not... It's not gory, so you could watch it, Peanut. It's, <laughs> it's, um, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. But it was one of those hokey-ass movies oh. that you're like, oh, come on, you know? But you watch it, and and it's like a borderline cult classic to the heavy metal crowd. I was just going to say, it sounds like something that I would probably watch just because it sounds like it's that cheesy genre, but it's got a whole bunch of names in it. So you watch it and you're like, oh, my God, there's Ozzy in it. Oh, there's Gene Simmons. Ah." You know, there's another there's a show they've been playing because AMC, right, at this time of the year. Fear Fest. Has their Fear Fest. And there's a there is a a a movie on there called uh, I trick or treat or something and but it's like a bunch of um short stories yeah that's Ooh. the one with sam okay. oh. pumpkin headed kid okay yeah i don't know if he's a kid but it's a pumpkin headed head. being yeah i was gonna say it's like, like creep show like it Why had like different show? yeah but they 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 all kind of tie in together yeah okay yeah. so since and since Dana brought up cult classics, and I refuse to go a Halloween without ever talking about it, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Top of the list. Yep. Watch it every single year. I mean, I watch it multiple times throughout the year, but it is the tradition for Mama and I to watch it on Halloween, and I'm pissed because we're on fucking afternoons that day. <gasps> I call in. <sighs> <clears throat> yeah, that's what I would do. I, I was gonna say coming on. Like I will be hitting crew down so hard that day. <laughs> <laughs> if, 
it will be it will be time for home. Like there is no I need to do and sing the the time warp. Like this is not okay. Don't you dare give me this bullshit. Show up and then go go to your supervisor and be all like, my pancreas hurts. They'll <laughs> send you home. <laughs> ah, my period when, pains. They started. <laughs> I was just going to say, oh, my period. What time, <laughs> did, what time does it start at? What, Rocky Horror? Oh, we just watch yeah. it whenever, whenever we want. put the disc in. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like on TV or something. No, like we've watched it on TV, but they cut out all the good parts. <laughs> yeah. So then you're just like, you go to sing the part, and they're like, oh, we can't have that. And especially now, they're like, oh, definitely can't have that part. And you're like, excuse me, sir, you took out my lyrics, and I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I'm a sweet transvestite. You fucking put me back on there right now. I'm from transsexual Transylvania. Yes, absolute cult classic. Like, it is one of those ones that I, it makes me so happy when I say, damn it. And people's automatic response is to suddenly give me the side eyes. I'm like, oh, you said Janet in your head. And they're like, <laughs> you watch Rocky Horror Picture? Yes, you do. Oh, my God. Yes, damn it, Janet. I love you. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that I absolutely love my uh, my one cousin for, who we work with, because her and I are huge Rocky Horror Picture Show fans and Harry Potter fans and a whole bunch of other things. So we overlap for a lot of it. But we make so many fucking references to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Other people have given us weird looks where they're like, what the fuck are you two talking about? You go sit over in the corner because you don't know the cult classic and we're not talking to you anymore. You're grounded. You're grounded. Get out. I have never watched um, a Harry Potter movie. (laughs) You go sit in the corner, Peanut. You're grounded. (laughs) We need an intervention. (laughs) I was just saying, our friendship is now in question. Like, we're here for you for your mental health, but you just I'm pretty sure Taylor has them all, but I have them all, too. (laughs) (laughs) And we're kidnapping you one Sunday. And you're going to sit on the couch and watch all those, all eight fucking movies. (laughs) We're going to be calling. like, holding my eyelids open toothpicks. (laughs) And then, and then when it gets to that point in the eighth movie. Where Professor Snape says, always, you're going to cry with us. (laughs) Oh, God. Even the thought of that. Oh, just. (laughs) Oh, my God. My eyes are tearing up thinking about that part. Like, oh, my God. When he just the tear coming down. Take it. Take it. (laughs) Like, oh. I'm not ready. (laughs) I'm not ready for you to die. And then when he fucking died in real life, I'm like, no. Oh, my God. I was not okay with that. I'm not okay with any of them. I'm like, nope. Nope. My childhood. Nope. At at least Alan Rickman got to finish the Harry Potter movies because I had a hard time with with them replacing Dumbledore in the third movie. Yes. But if they had had to replace Snape, I would have stopped watching. I would have stopped watching. Because that man was born to play that part. Yes. It's like they they casted it so freaking perfectly. Like, I can't imagine anyone else having the roles. They did it so magnifique. Like, that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm excited but fearful of HBO remaking them into TV series. Shut your mouth. When did this you, come out? Like a year ago. They announced it. Well, I'm still reeling from the, the Rings last of, of Power, so <laughs> I 
still can't get over that. <laughs> See, for me, the Rings of Power was such a disappointment. I'm still so mad about that. That's what I mean. I can't get over it. But, I but, think of it, I get angry. <laughs> but but HBO proved us 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 happily wrong. They did two back to back hits. They did the House of the Dragon, which holy fuck balls. That, that was, was amazing, yes. Jesus Christ, and they've done such a... I'm so excited for the next season. And, I mean, like, there's been a couple tweaks that they've made different. And from what I've seen in interviews, it's been, like, uh, George R. R. Martin was like, yeah, this is actually how I really wanted it to go in these parts. So we changed some stuff. But outside that, it's been pretty accurate. And then the king of all kings, the emperor of all series... From video game to TV show, I have never loved an adaptation more than The Last of Us. Fucking fantastic. It got your adrenaline going. It made your heart break at certain points. You loved the characters, and it was an exact adaptation from the video game into the TV. And it was even better because they added in some explanations that they just didn't have the ability to do in the game. And that is just, that is what I hope they do with the Harry Potter things, where they take the books and they go, here's Harry Potter, literally come to life. Yeah. So I have high hopes for it. But at the same time, part of me wants to cry because I'm like, okay, but Alan Rickman won't be in it. Um, uh, what's his <laughs> exactly. name? Rob, Robbie. Robbie the, the Coltrane. One, yes, Coltrane. There we go. The one who played Hagrid. He won't be there. The ones who played, like, obviously, um, Maggie Smith, who played uh, McGonagall, won't be in it anymore because they're all, like, for her, she's just too old. Well, I mean, Dumbledore had died, but Dumbledore won't be in it either. Yep, so he's died a couple times over now. <laughs> so Man's got nine lives. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps coming back. So it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I'm ready for it, and I kind of hope that they add like the extra layer of darkness to it as they're able to do it because it's on HBO. So it can have more of the adult theme to it. So we'll be able to get to see like a darker part of Harry Potter, Harry Potter, where before it was like, okay, yeah, it's Harry Potter for kids. Like obviously yeah, it's yeah. for my generation. So we were kids when it first came out and I was like, yeah, that seems scary. Like in the chamber of secrets. So to, to talk about phobias, fucking spiders i'm with ron why couldn't it be well no i don't like butterflies either but why couldn't it be little little <laughs> cute puppies why can't we follow the trail of puppies hagrid i don't want to follow the trail of fucking wood spiders going into the wood and then a giant fucking spider coming at me with baby giant spiders not okay <laughs> oh i hate spiders <laughs> so so uh, um all things spooky right like Taylor, you you very rarely watch horror movies, correct? That would be correct. I have a very select few. Like, I watch the Screams, the Halloweens. Joyelle, you watch them as long as they're not gory, bloody, or they're on TV and they cut those parts. <laughs> now, now, we know, now we know how uh, Peanut watches them. She's like, okay, if the scary part's taken out. I watch anything. <laughs> I've watched The Green Inferno, if you guys haven't. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> um, have you ever seen a ghost? Well, I mean, I obviously have. Yeah, lots of them. But that Peanut. goes... 
Did Peanut die? Oh my god, is Peanut a ghost? Peanut's a ghost. I knew god it. damn it. <laughs> now it all makes sense. All right, well, we'll go on with the peanut until oh, she, she, she said, brings back from the afterlife. <laughs> appar- apparently, she says she thinks her mic broke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my poor peanut. Okay, can you hear me oh, now? There we go. Oh, it's back. There she is. <laughs> she has oh, my God. <laughs> She's gone again. I, yeah, like. I totally didn't hear anything you said about, (laughs) I heard, like, when you were talking something about, like, I don't even know, like, you said my name and something about liking movies, and then I didn't hear the rest of it. (laughs) Oh, I I said, um, you'll watch, you watch horror movies, but you don't, you don't enjoy the gory ones unless they're on TV and they cut those parts out. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, I watch anything. And then I said, I've watched The Green Inferno. Highly recommend. <laughs> but then I and then I asked, have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever felt a presence or something unexplainable? And Taylor said, yes, I have. Nope. I have never. So, so Taylor, you said, you, you said you saw spirits. So for me, it's obviously it's something I don't really talk about too often or talk about with people in general, just because I know people are so, um, judgmental, I I mean, skeptical. (laughs) Nope. Judgmental was the word I was going to go for too. (laughs) So for me, I'm a, I'm a witch. So I deal with. (laughs) We knew All that. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm a witch with a capital W, not with a capital B. Let me make that very clear for anyone listening. <laughs> I'm both. I'm a bitch witch. <laughs> I'm a bitchy witch. <laughs> That's, yeah, that sounds about right. I'm just a bitch. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to. She's a bitchy little peanut. <laughs> with Holding her, li- her wand as her little uh, pickle. Um. So for me, I obviously, like, I interact with other beings, and one of them uh, out there being the the ghosts and the spirits and all that stuff. For the longest time, I always just denied it because I don't, it it was never a comforting thought. I'm like, I don't want to see dead people. I don't want to talk to dead people, and I don't want them to talk to me. Like, you sit over there outside of the house, (laughs) be gone. And, uh... It's always been something that was always told to me where it's like, oh, yeah, you're really good at it. You're it's a natural thing, like it's in your blood kind of thing. And then there was absolutely no denying it after the house that I owned on Flanders. And that place was one of those places. So there's locations around the entire world. And there's it's I won't say that they're special or that they're not special or special, but they're not special in the sense that. There's loads of them around. So you can find them all over the place, but there's little vortexes around where it's a thinness between the veil of the dead and the living. My place was one of those places. Makes sense when you think about where I live because I was in Tecumseh and that was where um, the battles went on Mm -hmm. uh, for us. So there's a lot of uh, dead people around there. So my particular house that I owned 
was in one of those places. And there's no arguing with it when things are happening that you are not controlling, like doors opening and closing, when all of the windows are closed and there's not a breeze in the house and yet a door will close. Cabinet mm-hmm. door opens when you're not even near it. Things move. You're not near them. And you're the only one in the house. And then the biggest one that fucking pissed me off was when I would go to work. So as you girls know, I used to work weekend shifts. So I'd get up at um, 5 a.m. and I'd go to work for 6 a.m. I'd leave the house. I used to park in a garage because I had one. So I'd leave the house. I'd click the little clicker, close the garage door. I'd drive off to work. Now, at the time, my mom was uh, deathly ill. So she had a nurse that would come to her every day at about 7, 7.30. And several times I got angry messages from my mother <laughs> telling me, what the fuck? Why would I leave the garage door open? That's where all of our stuff is. And like it could get stolen because obviously it was a garage. So had all of our tools, our equipment, all that stuff out there. Thousands of dollars worth of things. I'm like, I, d- I did not leave it open. I closed it. So I started, I got to the point because she accused me so many times and I got mad. I started taking videos. I would sit in my my fucking driveway, video the door coming down and closing, and then going, there it is, it's closed. Pull away, go to work. And then I get a message from her going, okay, I know you sent me the video, but the garage door was open again this morning. I'm like, what the fuck? Wasn't anything electrical. Went through, checked it, even started doing like manually putting it down. And we'd see, we'd go inside the house and all of a sudden it was like, nope, it came back up. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and my mom, very much in the same boat, did, uh, did not believe in all that stuff, purposely blocked it out. But she's always had like uh, alternate as extra abilities that made her better at her job and stuff like that. And, uh, we would do fun things like we'd go for readings and psychics and all that kind of stuff, just because it's it's always just kind of something fun that you can do with your friends. And uh, she collected a lot of her own friends at one point in time that were all into it, like deep into the stuff. And I can remember laughing at Mama because I'm like, wow, you are so far not into that. Meanwhile, these ones are going around talking about the changing in temperature, the spooky spirits that they talk to this, that and the other thing. And I'm like. That's not you. She's like, I know. I don't know how I collected all of them, but she had like 12 (laughs) suddenly. And they all came over to the house and all of them kept saying the same thing. They're like, you know, your house is like really haunted, right? Like, Okay. After the 12th one saying it, we're like, okay, that's it. I'm done. It makes sense. I believe that. Yes, there are a bunch in here. I've heard them talking. The ones were assholes. And at about, 2.33 in the morning would start playing with a radio, not an actual physical radio, not one of ours that we could control or unplug or anything like that. Nope. They would have obviously in their afterlife be listening to an old timey radio. Like, you know, when you'd hear things from the 1920s roughly, and you could hear like there's that tinniness to it. And that is what you'd suddenly hear. It would be loud enough to wake you up but not so loud as to be like blaring. Mama told me about it a few times. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you're on crack. Then all of a sudden my grandmother who was living in the basement 
yelled at my mom, basically, the one day. She's like, would you guys stop listening to your radio at three in the morning? And mama, like, raced up the stairs to me. She's like, I told you I'm not crazy. So one of the days I was up for whatever reason at that time, and I heard it. And so I had to obviously eat crow and apologize to mama the next day. I'm like, (laughs) all right, you might know something. (laughs) So we actually got one of her friends to come in and clear out the house. So she actually did a clearing. She was like, I have never seen or had to clear this many spirits in one location before. She's like, I've done it for other friends just because she's, she likes to do it, but she doesn't feel comfortable charging or anything like that. So she doesn't Mm -hmm. put herself out there. So she cleared it. She was like, you guys had 489 spirits. She's like, I've never seen that. She was like, the ones that were playing with the garage door were actually two kids. So they were just playing around like having fun with him like yeah it wasn't fun it you go do you guys know how many fucking uh uh fights you caused between my mother and i <laughs> like oh, well, okay yeah exactly so she cleared it we got more she cleared it again she then brought in an obsidian sphere and programmed it so that way they would stop coming into the house so they just go into the sphere instead it's like okay you go in there and then you leave you're not welcome in the rest of the house stop it so we, uh, we've had plenty of experience with them. And uh, obviously since then, I have fully embraced my, uh, my witchy ways and now interact with them, have conversations, all that stuff. Like I still talk to my papa. I talk to my great, uh, my great grandmother, my uncle Jimberly, all that kind of stuff. They're allowed in the house. Others are not. <laughs> like you guys are allowed however i don't know you <laughs> <Get out. laughs> i don't know you i don't want to know you and no i don't want to hear about your damn life go away so i live i live with a skeptic that that, that would be my husband <laughs> so we've lived in our house for um 23 years and Probably around three months of living here, I was like, this fucking house is haunted. Oh, grumble, grumble. It's not haunted. We just built it. It's fresh grumble, land. Grumble, Fresh land. <laughs> he does I'm realize like, there's no such thing, right? I'm like, listen, weird shit is happening. What's happening? I'm like... The TV's changing channels. Shit's getting moved around. Like, I put something... My daughter was a baby at the time. So I'd be like, I put something to Sam's down, and when I went back to get it, it was gone. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that's you. You misplaced it and forgot where you put it. So he, he always has an excuse for everything, right? Fast forward a couple years. Our son is born. Uh, still in the same house (laughs) my daughter's about eight nine and she tells me she sees shadows in the hall and they scare her i'm like yeah i don't know what to do I'm like, I think the house is haunted, kid. <laughs> How do you tell your, like, nine-year-old that the house is haunted? Yeah, I'm it's like, probably not a good idea. So what you do as a parent, you lie to your child. 
because every parent lies to, your, to their child at one point. Mm-hmm. And I said, Sam, it's your imagination, honey. Just roll over and go back to sleep. She probably called me names silently, and that's fine. Fast forward a few years, she's like 15. And she's at the point where she doesn't like being in her room. Mm-hmm. The room I'm in now, by the way. She doesn't like being in in this room because there's a malicious uh-huh. spirit that's targeting her. Now, through through the last 13 years, because my daughter was almost two when we when we moved here. So through the last 13 years, I've told my husband numerous times, weird <laughs> shit is still going on. And even though he saw it for himself, he's still a non-believer. And, like, the one day we were watching TV and the remote was, like, on the other side of the couch. TV starts flipping through the channels, stops for, like, two, three minutes. And I'm looking at him. Then it starts flipping again. And I'm like... I'm missing the movie. Can you stop this? And and I said to him, I go, see, somebody is turning the channels. This is my husband's rationalization. It's the neighbor across the street opening their garage door. When they open their garage door, our channels change. <laughs> what are what? they doing? Continuously <laughs> opening and closing the garage door? <laughs> what now? <laughs> Could you repeat that? <laughs> So, Sam's 15. She tells me she doesn't like being in her room. Starts sleeping on the couch. Uh, she meets a medium and invites invites uh, the medium and her ghost-busting friends to the house. <laughs> they come over. They're going to sage the house and clear it out for us, right? Tina, who's still a ghostbuster, comes into the house and she's like, whoa. <laughs> like this, right? And she's like, holy cow. She goes, you have got something really, really angry in your house. When they came down the hall and in, in, into Sam's bedroom, Tina was like, there is a male presence in here. That is that he just he does not like children, which is why he was targeting Sam. But for whatever reason, he only stayed in this in this room. Mm -hmm. Sam actually had video on her phone the one day where her her and her friend were in the room. And I know you guys can't see me, but they were facing the door, which leads out into the hallway And she literally filmed an an orb. Mm -hmm. And you know it's not a sunspot, a reflection, none of the bullshit, right? It was literally a very bright orb. And it just 
walked down the hall towards her room, dipping and going up and dipping and going up until it got to her door. And then you hear them scream and the video stops. But it it was enough to traumatize my child, Mm -hmm. right? Even now, like I said, we've been here 23 years, 23 and a half years. My daughter has moved out. She has her own home now with with Phil. Um, I still tell my husband weird shit is happening. He does not believe me. I'm like, listen. <laughs> I literally heard somebody say my name. I looked at you and said, what did you say? Mm-hmm. You don't ever talk to you. I'm I'm not going crazy, but that's how he makes me feel like I'm losing my fucking mind, right? Because I say to him, I'll be I'll I'll be sitting on the couch and suddenly I'll I'll turn to him and say, What was that? And mm-hmm. he'll be like, I didn't say anything. And I'm like, Who the fuck smoked that? <laughs> I heard it. My cats will just stop and stare. Mm-hmm. And they don't move. And the one time, uh, my Zeus, who is my most lovable feline, actually hissed down the hall. Like he 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 was going to go down the hall, and he stopped, and he hissed, and would not go down the hall. And to this day. Zeus will not go past the tile in the kitchen to go down the hall into the bedrooms. Like he 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 bonded with Sam. He imprinted on mm-hmm. Sam. He would not sleep in the bed with her. He slept on the couch. But as soon as she went out onto the couch, he was on her. And he never left her, right? That's his human. But he refused to walk down the hall. And to this day, even now, I'm sitting in this room. If I open that door and shook the treat container, my cat would look at me from the kitchen because <laughs> he's not coming down here to get those fucking treats. He'll expect me to throw them down the hall for him. <laughs> he's like, you can make it. <laughs> so I, I honestly believe that I live in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Peanut doesn't believe in haunted houses. Peanut doesn't believe in ghosts. We need Peanut to see a ghost. <laughs> yeah. I I absolutely, like, I find, <clears throat> I find the whole topic fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, and I love uh, reading about it. And I love, like, I would love to go on, like, they have haunted tours and stuff like that. I would love to do things like, something like that. Um, but, yeah, like, unless, like, I witness it with my own eyes, I, I just, I don't, I don't believe in it. I, it's a fascinating subject. I love watching shows. But there again, on watching shows on TV, like, you can fake stuff so easily nowadays. So I don't believe, I don't believe that. And um, psychics and stuff, I don't really believe in it, but I love going to them. Right, just for the pure entertainment of it, and uh, it, it's fascinating. But unless somebody like truly could prove to me 
and that that like I would have to see it or and if I went to a psychic like they would have to like be freaking know something that nobody knew so for me obviously like obviously I do all of the stuff anyways but one of the added turning points for my mom and I was that uh when she got sick the second time I think it was yeah it was the second time when she got sick the second time she had made these new clients who she just absolutely adored and loved they were super sweet like the kindest people that you could find on this planet bar none and they took to us they absolutely loved us they when my mom got sick they actually stopped by just for visits and to make sure that I had food for like um Thanksgiving. They stopped by. They're like, hey, we know that you're taking care of your mom. We want to visit. And we have something to talk to her about. But we also wanted to bring you enough food so that way we knew that you were taking care of for a few days. I was like, okay, that's, that's super nice. sweet. It's like, sure, come on in, guys. And then they told us about this uh, lady who um, there's not actually an official title for, her, but we refer to her as the um, Speaker of God. Which is one of those things where to most people, they're like, okay, well, that sounds, you know, kind of presumptuous. However, 100% accurate, doesn't do it for money, doesn't go around telling people, um, only does it if the person's deemed worthy. Mama was told that and she burst out laughing. She's like, whoa, I know what's in my past. She's not going (laughs) to deem me worthy. She's like, that ain't happening. And they're like, but you're okay if we tell her about you and we were like yeah go for it we'll take anything to help so they went home they talked to the lady they had told us their story and we were like okay that's amazing because both of them they're like we're atheists we don't believe in any of this stuff but she's telling the truth like what she's able to know there's no there's no way whatsoever she could ever find out because she's a stranger now they're friends but at the time they're strangers so she, uh, we give her a call and it was right about her bedtime. So we were like, eh, okay, she might not answer. She actually picked, picked up the phone and immediately went, uh, hello and used my mom's name. And we were all kind of like, well, we don't, there's no caller ID for this. How the hell did you, <laughs> it's like, all right, that's a little weird, but okay. She's like, yep, I knew you were going to be calling. Uh, we were like, sorry that it's a little bit late. Like we didn't get the text back in time kind of thing. She's like, no, it's okay. I'll stay up for you. And then proceeded to identify things in my mom's past that no one would have known about, because even though like my mom loved the clients and all that, she hadn't, she hadn't talked about anything from her traumatic childhood. So she knew, like, we knew that they couldn't have told this lady so that she knew because they didn't know any of the stuff. Um, and one of the first things that the woman picked up was actually the fact she was like, OK, I the first thing that I need from you is your real name. My mom repeated her name. She went, no, your real name, the one that you were given at birth, because that's not it. And at the time. It was my mom, myself, and uh, my mom's friend all sitting there because we were all fascinated by this. We were all like, okay, well, we want to hear this. And 
all three of us looked at each other, then looked back and went, how the fuck could she have known that? Because her clients didn't know that my mom had changed her name at any point in time. So it was like, okay, this just got a lot more real. (laughs) So my mom told her, and then she said, okay, so you're sitting in a recliner chair, a brown recliner chair right now. There's a water source behind you and a window to the right of you. We all looked up and were like, how the fuck would she have known that there's a saline bag that I just hooked my mother up to right now (laughs) and that she's right next to the window. There's only two in this room. And she's like, yep. And she was sitting in her uh, brown recliner chair because that was the easiest for her at the time. So we were like, all right, it's getting weird. And then she proceeded to pick out points in time. She's like, okay, I need to start, start removing some of the trauma from your past that has left Mark. She's like, you have a, she didn't say a fuck ton, but she she was like, you have a fuck ton. And then she literally went back to one of the earliest memories for my mom and described it exactly. And then described the church that my mom used to go to when uh, she would leave her body. So we were all just sitting there. It's like, holy shit. So this went on for about 45 minutes to an hour of just continuously one thing after the other where there were several things that she picked up that even my mom's best friend sat there and went, what the fuck is she talking about? I knew about them because I'm my mom's daughter, obviously. But I sat there and looked at Chris. I was like, no, she's right. These are things that happened to mama when she was a child. And she went, I didn't know about these. How does she know about them? I'm like, I did. <laughs> and it's like, this is, I've never had an experience like this where it's like, okay, nope, she's the real deal. So Finish It had like a few more interactions with her where she helped with stuff. But she like even the place that we're in right now, she told us. She was like, oh, yeah, she told uh, my mom's clients. They came for a visit and they're like, oh, yeah, apparently you're going to be moving within the next month or so. And you're going to move out to Ruthven. I looked at her like, what the fuck is Ruthven? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Apple can't the the Apple capital of Essex County. (laughs) Yep. I had no idea. I, I was like. And it's, that's where now? <laughs> it's like, I've never heard of it. I don't think I've ever been. My mom's like, no, you've been. I'm like, are you sure? Because I don't think I have. <laughs> and you, then, you must have blinked as you drove through it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> so then found out they left. I'm like, I pull up my phone. I look for houses for sale in Ruthven. I'm like, none of these describe the house that she told us that we're going to be living in. Like, there's no way. She's like, okay, maybe she's just wrong about, like, she's been right about everything else, but all right, maybe this is the one (laughs) wrong thing. Nope. We came out here because this is where I took my mom when she got sick. And the fucking hospitals in Windsor were not doing anything and just letting her die. Brought her out here to Leamington. And they admitted her and kept her here for two weeks. Now, it was a pain in the ass driving back and forth for me. But obviously, I did it. I took care of the house. I was taking care of everything and coming and sleeping out here uh, in the hospital. One of her friends comes in, not prompted, not anything, sits down. She's like, hey, honey, you go grab yourself some food. I'll stay here with your mom so you can have a little bit of a break. I was like, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. I left. I come back up because the cafeteria in a small town um, hospital closes on the weekends, as it turns out. (laughs) So I come back up and my mom has this look on her face. She's like, just complete bewilderment. And I walk in, I'm like, okay, the calf was closed, so I couldn't grab food. What the hell happened while I was gone? Was the doctor here or something? And she's like, no, 
uh, Mayor has something she needs to tell you. And she's like, you might want to sit down for this. I'm like, okay. I took a seat. I looked over. I'm like, okay, what is it? And my mom's friend is just looking completely fucking confused at this point. She's like, okay, your mom told me that I have to tell you this. I had to actually stop speaking. And she was like, just wait until uh, Boo gets back and then tell her. Okay. And what would that be? She's like, well, up the road from here, I have friends. And she's like, and I don't know why, but for some reason they told me last night that the rental is uh, empty. They're going to fix it up a little bit. And then they're going to be putting it back on the market for renting. And your mom says that you guys are open to renting instead of buying. I'm like, yeah, anything to get us, get us out of that murder house. Yes. She goes, okay, well, it's just five minutes up the road. It's a white uh, style ranch with um, like the whiteboards on the house. Uh, I started tilting my head. She's like, it's a one level and it's in Ruthven. I looked at her and all of a sudden I looked at mama and she's like, I'm confused. What is happening right now? I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, can you get us an appointment to go in there? She's like, Yes, but could you please explain to me why you two were <laughs> acting so weird? <laughs> so we told her about it, and she was like, oh, my God, it's meant to be. This has got to be your house. She pulled out her phone. She got the number. She contacted them. And this is actually, we moved in here. My mom got out of the hospital November 11th. We were moved in here December 1st. While she was in wheelchair bound, she could not do anything because she had tubes sticking out of her. She had her feeding tube. She was a rail thin. And somehow we ended up with a fucking fleet of people and I will never be able to thank them enough. But we were able to get an entire fleet of people. Those nice, the nice couple actually rented us a 30 foot um, moving truck. And then 20 other people, I think it was roughly came with us, emptied out the house. Cause they are like, you are not living here anymore. This is not a good house. We're getting you out there come hell or high water. And this army of people moved us out here in one day, got us all moved out here, all set up. They're like, all right, you're ready. And that was how we came to be here. And ever since then, we were like, we cannot question things. (laughs) When people are like, oh, yeah, are psychics and all that real? I'm like, all of them? No. Some of them? Yes. Others of them? Ridiculously so. It's, it's, um, yeah, having gone to, having gone to a psychic before, I questioned his validity mm-hmm. because he was like, your favorite color is red. It's not. You, yes. uh, you like swimming because you were a fish in a previous life. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, um. I question the validity of yep. him because he never said anything that made sense to me. Then I went to a medium. Mm-hmm. Um, after my dad passed away, I wanted to make sure he was okay. And uh, I got I got to her house and. I didn't even get to knock or ring the doorbell. I wasn't even anywhere near the porch. She swung open the door and she's like, I almost called you to tell you to come earlier. She goes, this woman will not leave me alone. I'm like, okay. She goes, 
she is so excited that you are coming today and that she's going to get to be able to talk to you. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to figure out who it was, right? Because I'm like, I want to talk to my dad. (laughs) (laughs) When she described her to me, I was like in shock. She's like, she's like, she's a bigger woman. She's got this very, very uh, voracious laugh. Uh, she's very jovial, very happy. Um, she's, she's, she's telling me that uh, she had faults, but you accepted them all and you still loved her. And she was like a second mom to you. And I'm like, that's my Aunt Vera, my mom's sister. And it was so weird because everything that she said that my Aunt Vera was telling her was true. And I had never met this woman before. Mm-hmm. So, like, psychics, I kind of don't believe in psychics. I don't believe that you can predict a future, like... You know a path somebody is on, and you can say, well, five years from now, you're going to be in a spot where you're going to be happy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it could be that person is working towards that end game, right? For somebody to tell you what happened in the past when they've never met you and don't know anybody in your family, that you have to believe. You have to believe that they have some kind of ability to talk to dead people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't want to sound like the kid from The Sixth Sense. You know, <laughs> I see dead people. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you have to validate them. Mm-hmm. And, like, she tells you right off the bat, don't, don't say anything. I'm going to tell you. And as she's telling you, like, as she was telling me, what my Aunt Vera was saying to me, she was writing it down. So when I left, I had like four sheets of paper mm-hmm. front and back so that I could go home and just, and just, you know, drink something alcoholic wise and, 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 and um, like absorb mm-hmm. what she told me and, and, and be like, Fuck man, that's true. You know, like yep. so yeah, I I I would never go back to a psychic, but I will I will continue to go see a medium. See, the one psychic that I actually absolutely loved, and I only got to see her once, and she was dead fucking on. She was extremely gifted and very talented. She was accurate one hundred percent on all of my stuff. And it, she did about a five, I think it was a five year reading and everything that she predicted came true. But she was one of the ones where I don't trust psychics when they come to me and they say, Hey, this is for sure your future. No, like I can do that too. I can pull my own tarot cards and read things. I can use my pendulum. I can just ask the spirits, yada, yada. And a true psychic will tell you, The future is always ever moving. You can make a different decision based on the right here, right now. This is what you're heading for. Now, some of these things could come up and 
you might change your mind when you get to them and actually go a different route because something else came up because there's variables that you can never account for in all readings. Mm -hmm. There's only so much that we can see and we can take in. And a lot of the people like my uh, one of my sisters is extremely good at it. And but she does not. She refuses to do. uh, Super far into the future reading. She's like, I don't do those five year ones because they're always too basic, too general. She prefers to do the shorter term ones where it's like a few months ahead kind of thing where she's like, okay, over the next few months, this is what's going to happen. Bang, 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 yada, 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 boom, boom, boom. And she has extremely high accuracy, but she also does far more detail with it. Whereas most most psychics that I've gone to that I've just had fun listening to whatever they come up with. I went to one that was like you where she's like, oh, yeah, you have a big dog. You have a medium dog. You have a small dog. I'm like, well, obviously, I'm going to have one of those three sizes. (laughs) Like, You're right. I do have a small dog. I had a big dog. (laughs) But that was when I was a child. Like when eventually you guess all of the answers, one of them is going to be right. (laughs) So have you ever gone to see a psychic peanut? Yes. How accurate were they? Um, I don't think she was very accurate. I really don't. Like, um, I know that, like, I went, I I used to go, me and actually my friend used to go fairly regular to this one lady. And and that because, like, we, uh, I had found out through work about her. And a lot of people from work had went to her. And stuff and um and that but I don't I don't know there's a couple things in my mind that I can still re- I don't remember much of what she said I was in my early early 20s and stuff mm-hmm. uh the last time I went and that I do remember that um the one time me and my ex-husband went and at that time like we were just uh I don't think we were married yet. So we were just kind of for dating still. Mm-hmm. And um, she had not really specifically told me anything like about him or anything. But she told me that I was uh, going to be married twice in my life. And that she had seen uh, a red brick building that was going to um, uh, spell disaster. And stuff. So, and I was just like, yeah, okay, like, uh, trust me, I'm not going to marry twice in my freaking life. And that, so, um, and then I never thought it would be possible that, like, I'd be even divorced. But, so, I'm down, <laughs> so, I'm divorced one marriage. But I also, like, when me and um, my ex bought our house, the house next door to us was a red brick house. So I, those are the only two things that other than that, I feel she was kind of like she, so she would like, you would drink the tea and she'd do your tea leaves Mm -hmm. and that, and then, uh, and then, (laughs) yeah. And then do a tarot reading, but she would never Mm -hmm. tell you um, if she saw anything negative. Oh, I hate Uh, those ones. And that she, and that, and, um, 
Yeah, so she would only tell you, and then it would be like she'd come to a point where I don't know if it's like she then saw something negative or that, and she'd be like, okay, the reading's over. But it was, again, one of those where, oh, I see, um, like like a female figure in your life that this, perhaps your mother, and it's like, and I'm like, oh, my God, it was so far off, right? Because, like, mm. something like, oh, she's watching over you or something. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, it was so far off, right? Um, so, I mean, it was purely, it was so fun and mm. interesting to go to. Um, I don't know. Like, I went to her because, um, well, Taylor, you would know, like, but I don't know if Dana knows, Dustin at work. Uh, maintenance. Oh, yeah. So at that time, um, I worked at the same place as him prior to Vista. Okay. And uh, so anyways, this is through, through like kind of his experiences and others. He went to the psychic. Really? Yeah. And she had predicted, um, that he was going to be in an accident and blah, blah, blah. And he ended up uh, being in a snowmobile accident. Uh, and he was in the hospital for a while and they didn't know if he was going to make it. Oh, wow. I did not know that. And, and, uh, and, and that's, and then kind of everybody started going to the psychic. I think she has since passed away, but, um, cause she was pretty old at the time. Where? Where uh, whereabouts did you see her? Um, Oxley. I oh. remember she lived like off of like um along the lake off of like Oxley Golf Course or uh, somewhere oh, okay. around around in that area. It makes you wonder if psychics know when they're gonna die. Yeah, I thought of that too. I, I mean, I can. would. I would absolutely like. I mean, I I like it's fascinating. I truly find it fascinating. But again, like somebody would have to really like, I would have to personally experience the a ghost myself, mm. and the same with the psychic. Like you would really have to tell me something. There's no way that you could possibly know, and I will be a believer. But otherwise, I'm I'm open-minded to it, and mm-hmm. I find it fascinating. Then you should go see a medium. I totally want to go see uh, either a psychic or a medium. I've been wanting to for a while and stuff. but I can hook you up with my lady. Yeah, I'd like that. Because I've been wanting to to go. I guess it's a thing that, like, I I don't know. Like, I'm being with my anxiety and that. um, It's something that I find hard to do on my own by myself. I'll go with you. I'll go too. Sure, Hell, and then we'll get blizzards afterwards. <laughs> Seriously, we've created a blizzard monster. I think so. My goodness. You know, if they came out with a dill pickle blizzard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm just <No>. saying. <laughs> oh God, no. Oh. Well, That's... people when they're pregnant use ice cream and pickles. Have you right? never tried those dill pickle freezies? No, seen dill pickle freezy. Oh, they're delicious. Where do we find these things? I saw them online and I ordered them oh. online. So 
but I only see them like in the summer. So the next time I see them, I'll get you some. Oh my goodness. Taylor, stop making that face. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's torture to me. That just sounds wrong. Like I don't know. That sounds wrong. Well, as someone who has grown up in a haunted house and lives in a haunted house, I do believe that we have visitors from the other side. For Whether they you be... said that you had blizzards from the other side. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I know visitors. So, She's gonna <laughs> haunt Dairy Queen when she dies. I was gonna say I know now what to leave on the offering. Uh, um. Oh my God! I just lost the word. The al- altar. There we go. The offering <laughs> altar. I will literally, I will put out a blizzard for you once a month and be like, okay, and this little shot glass blizzard is for Dana. No one else is allowed to touch it. It's a different flavor every month. Well, considering I'm really hoping that um, I my, my, my family respects my wishes of either compounding my ashes into a seed and I get to grow into a tree or they don't donate my body to science and I end up on a body farm. Because me and Anne had already talked about that. <laughs> Decomposing on a body farm. <laughs> Maybe we watched too too much CSI when it was done. <laughs> I was going to say, that's it. You're grounded. <laughs> but, no, I know. Um, I have a friend on my Facebook who was my, my oldest brother's best friend when we were growing up. In the west end of town. <laughs> we grew up on Wellington. And um, he, he, if you talk to him, he, he would tell you. He goes, that house is haunted. Mm-hmm. If anybody in Windsor wants to know what house it is, it's 325 Wellington Avenue in Windsor. It used to be a greenhouse. They've resided it and it's white. There's a pear tree in the background. In the backyard. That house is haunted by an old lady. See, now, there's a house on Inamisburg on uh, Pike Road. It uh, used to be an old uh, turkey farm. And, uh, anyways, it's supposed, like, so we had, I had a, a friend, well, that, um, lived in it growing up and said it was haunted and then as we as I got older I had actually another set of friends that had rented it and was living in it and I spent many many drunk nights in that house (laughs) passed out on the floor but (laughs) not once I did not experience not a single paranormal haunted thing at all in this Peanut, house. Peanut, you were drunk. They were probably fondling your boobies and you didn't I know it. I was going to say, she was probably getting her ass touched and she had no idea. She was like, oh, it's just a person. <laughs> yeah, but, well, I spent sober times there too. We don't believe you now. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I never, never experienced not a single spooky, ghostly thing. 
So Taylor just looked up looked up, up the house that I lived in and sent me a photo and said this one. So now for Taylor, and you know what? I'm going to post this picture on our Facebook page so any of you want to go and look. I'm going to tell you. You see the the two windows up above the awning? There's one at the peak and then the two. The, I'm the, impressed. The one window, two side by sides. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is at the time um, my family was a billet family for Spitfires. Spitfire stayed. It was um, they used it as a bedroom at the back of the house upstairs. Right. There used to be another bathroom. There were two bedrooms off to the side. The one bedroom, I guess it would be on the the left side, is where the attic was. And it was a triangular door to get into the attic. Oh, fucking hate attics. Um, it also had a fully functioning kitchen. In the attic? So, In the attic? No, upstairs. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what the so, fuck? <laughs> The Spitfires that lived in our house, the ones that stayed in that room, to this day, because we still talk to a couple of them, to this day, talk about the old lady that haunted the upstairs. Glenn will tell you he saw that old lady in the hall and she scared the fuck out of him. But yeah, the house used to be green. It used to be a big green monster. We had the Laportes living next to us mm-hmm. on the corner. Then us. And then, ooh, he was a grumpy old man. He used to yell at us. But it was the <laughs> Laportes' grandpa. Grumpy old Laporte grandpa. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't a Laporte. He was... Um, he was... Uh, their mom's dad. And I can't oh, okay. remember his last name. But we we had been told that the lady that lived in that house and died in that house, her her name was Mrs. Hauser. So I don't know if, if it's public record, if you can go back to ownership of that house and find out when exactly she owned it, but that that's what we were told and numerous people outside of us living there but that had like come to visit or stayed upstairs always claimed to see that old lady so yeah haunted house i lived in a haunted house still live in a haunted house i was gonna say you just <laughs> traded one for another how long has this episode been going on for, by the way? Like, I feel like we're, we're an hour and 36 minutes in, so oh. we're sorry about that. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Like, I literally just looked at the time, like, have we been talking for two hours on this? No, we didn't start right at 1030. <laughs> so, on that note, we will end it. But, um, yeah, if um, if any of our listeners out there have um, instances where they've either, like, had a paranormal experience, watch horror movies, or have gone to see a psychic slash medium, 
tell us your story. Um, if you write it out nicely, we'll read it next week. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that. And I mean, you know, if you want to remain anonymous, we'll change your name to protect your identity. <laughs> wow, that sounded really CSI, didn't it? <laughs> That's it. No more crime shows for you. <laughs> this me and, is victim A. <laughs> me and Peta can like like do the ultimate murder at this point. <laughs> I've I had can't. the ultimate murder planned. For probably, uh, probably about 16 years now <laughs> because of what, there was an episode of CSI that just stuck in my mind. And I was like, oh, if I combine these, no and one will know, ever know. <laughs> and you know why we'll get away with it? No one will suspect the fat chicks? <laughs> no, because Grissom isn't a real person. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank God for that. If Grissom were a real person, we'd be so fucked. <laughs> I was going to say the one thing that I have learned from watching Dateline is to make sure that we bury the body deep enough. Yeah. Well, not only that, but like, so preferably you take it to the pig farm first, get the pigs to eat everything they eat, take the remainders, dig down far enough that you can bury the bones or whatever's left over, put a layer of it, go. So you go about 12 feet down, then at about the six foot mark or a little bit less, you put a dead body of an animal on there, like a loved dog, cat, anything like that, because that'll mask the dead body underneath. So when the animals find the dead body, like the search dogs, they'll dig under it. They'll find that. But then on top of all of that, you put an endangered plant. So for us, you would put the trillium because it's illegal mm. to pick those. So you put that all over the grave. They can't dig it up. They have to figure out a way to get to it. And then when they do, they just find the animal dead body and then go, oh, there's no dead body here and move along. You forgot the most important part, Taylor. Which part? Um, after after you filleted all the meat off and you fed it to the pigs and you bleached the bones clean, when you bury the bones, you put a layer of lye. Oh yes, on yeah, them. I was gonna, I was and gonna then the cover them with dirt. Yes, because the lye will dissolve the bones. This is true. Okay, we're gonna end there. <laughs> <laughs> Before somebody's calling the OPP on us. We swear. Let us also add, this will be our disclaimer for the end of the episode. Uh, we have not murdered. We do not plan on being murderers. However, we do enjoy the shows and movies that are made from them and have theoretically not literally done it. We, we have hypothesized about how to get away with the perfect murder. Right. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> We, we implore you all to to send us messages, post on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. text us, call us, however you want to do it. We would love to hear from you. But, yeah, if you want us to, to share your experience next week, send it on the Facebook page. Or if you even have, like, obviously, I'm sure we'll probably talk about it next week because I'd love to talk about one of the places we have here in town that I did not know existed. And that's kind of fun. Um, but places that you've heard about that are haunted, like the and, insane asylums, for example, or hospitals, that kind of stuff. Like if you ooh, have Waverly in Tennessee. Exactly. Well, like there's you, a couple places in Amherstburg, too. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Ontario yeah. Is the most Am- haunted place. Yeah. Amherstburg <laughs> has uh, has had the battle there at uh, Malden. Is it Malden Park? Navy. Or, yeah, Fort Malden. Yeah, yes, Fort Malden, and then the Navy Yard. Yep. yep. 
so yeah so if you guys have any uh any places send them on through we can read about them this week and we can talk about them next week and go ahead and tell them our email address again yes our email address is depressedbreakfastclub at gmail.com all lowercase please 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 send in things we want to hear from you guys if you don't want to send it into there feel free to inbox us in our uh in our facebook page under the same name or you can send it through um messages like if you're our friends go ahead and just send it directly to us because we'd love that so go for it um or if you'd actually like to be a guest on the episode and talk about something feel free to reach out we're we're more than happy to have people here for it uh the episodes will be posted on our facebook page posted on my instagram at goddess tay 25 also posted on dana's tiktok at scooby S-K-O-O-B-I, and also on her ex, a.k.a. Twitter, um, under Scooby71, S-K-O-O-B-I-7-1. 